Vector is headed off to Aegis custody. You guys are, are, are Concord is heading homeward. Um, Alicia's headed back to Aegis custody, I guess, also. Uh, Ghost Girl's heading back to the cemetery, which will probably be where we pick up next time. Harry's headed. Harry's going to kind of head to the Gale Estate also, but he's not really like trying to tag along or anything like that. He's just going to head back to the house. Um, yeah, that's everything. And Concord's heading back to the house as well there probably i'm going to assume there would be a couple of text messages there just that things are running a little bit late um i don't know if you want to tell her that jason's house tried to eat you but um uh oh you know i don't know which is worse that or somebody trying to blow us up well yeah yeah i mean super we had a little bit of a super villain incident to wrap up the evening you know Sorry, Mom. Movie got started. I lost track of time. Sorry, Mom. Supervillain tried to kill us. I lost track of time. Headed home now. Um, as your your parents are definitely adopting as much as possible, you know, trying to keep things the same way they always have been. But they have, to a certain extent, had to kind of adopt the, I don't, you know, we want this to be the case. But when this isn't the case, the thing that will really get you in trouble is if you don't tell us what's going on. Um, it's the no-call, no-show that really get you in hot water they're not happy about the it's a school night uh and you're out this late but better that than you just don't show up till 11 o'clock at night which would be all kinds of bad so um no bad there all right so without with without further ado i will jump into leo and waters in the car i guess an auto and i'm gonna say numa long summer summer just um <laughs> now wildly curious what her transportation situation is but um halcyon city has a pretty good mass transit so we'll see what that can she fly she can't fly can she uh not yet but um the the bots can move really fast on their own anyway yeah, so she, yeah. she'll be able to make it yeah yeah i'm not worried about it. i was just i couldn't remember if that was a synergy of the two different shell techs or not, or not. it will be soon yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking all right cool cool all right so, uh, I mean, Waters makes a little bit of small talk while you're kind of getting going. Actually, it doesn't even really that. It's like uh, it's never a dull moment, is it? As he, as the sort of lights and flashing lights and so forth kind of fade in the distance. Oh, uh, maybe we could use one once in a while. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm not sure if I can uh, make any promises about that anytime in the near future. It, it, it doesn't really seem to be where your strengths are at exactly so uh otto is there anybody following us that you've been able to spot not otto's indicating in the negative hadn't really been looking but uh no no i'm gonna say no i can i can make it a lot harder well just keep an eye out um so we haven't really had a chance to talk since the last uh quite a while back actually i mean really not talk talk been a lot going on i imagine you're gonna have questions but i thought i'd give you a little bit more material for your questions or fuel for your questions before we got jump before we jumped into all that that's all right i would sure appreciate that so uh all right i went looking you know you sent me that recording from your from your from your from rossum trying to think how you would say that and I gotta admit, you kind of set me back on my heels a little bit with that. Uh, I don't know exactly how to say any of this, so I'm just gonna kind of stick it out there. Uh, according to 
the records that I was able to access, we still have Rossum in custody. Did you see him? Did you talk to him? No, he's not. He was never held domestically after we got custody of him. I, I mean, he was in a he was in a holding facility for all of three days, I think. But he was taken off site, off continent, uh, in pretty short order. But everything that we have on that, everything I'm able to access, says that we still have him. And I'm pretty sure that we didn't give him email rights, and I'm pretty sure that uh, he doesn't have uh, internet access from where he's at if he's still in custody. Which, well, it means a couple of really unpleasant things no matter which way we end up going with it. Either we think we have him in custody and we never did, which I suppose is possible, or we know we don't have him in custody, but we're trying to cover it up or one small part of us is trying to cover it up from everybody else, which worries me for a whole different set of reasons. Or somebody's in bed with Rook, which I don't need to explain to you where all the bad on that comes from. Or probably another half dozen damn possibilities that I haven't even thought of and you can think of in about 10 seconds. Regardless, something doesn't smell right. And I... I'm still trying to get my head around exactly what I can do about that to find out anything else. But that's where things are. I mean, if you'd have asked me what's going on with you, with, with my dad, I imagine you would ask it that way, but I would have told you until that recording came across and I looked this up, that he was in custody and twiddling his thumbs somewhere in the Atlantic. But, or somewhere, I don't even, I mean... There's code names for these bases and stuff, but I don't get into that unless I have to. In any case, that's what I would have told you. And I would have thought I was right. And boy, it sure doesn't seem like I am. And that has got me six different kinds of worried. So the good news is that I got a teammate who can apparently compel truth and or read minds. <laughs> so you get him and maybe we can find out. Because, you know, the old, guy, the old man didn't just do robots. He did clones and cyborgs, too. It's possible that we're looking at a clone of him or that you have a clone of him. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I've given you as much detail as I, as I know, but I can try to dredge you up more. But if you don't have access to these sites, you know, to go find out for, for yourself, uh, I'd be kind of worried, too. Well, I, mean, I can probably get access, but here's the thing. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm fairly high ranked in the organization, but there's things that need to be approved. I can't just walk into one of these places unless you it's it, it would be a career limiting move for me to try to just traipse into one of these places without any kind of approval. For me to get approval, uh, it may be the simplest thing in the world. I did capture the guy, or at least it was my plan that did. It was as much you as it was me, uh, if not more so. But I mean, I do have to a certain extent. He was my he was my catch. So, by rights, I ought to be able to go in and just request authorization to get in there and talk to him, which handles that part of the problem. But for that to happen, I need to explain that recording and that to my superiors so I can get that approval. And I wanted to talk to you before I did that because it's not my, it's not my business to tell necessarily. And I know, I guess... Probably on paper, I should have told everybody already since you're, you know, our problem or our 
responsibility right now, but I I don't need to do that uh, unless you say so. I, I would rather the, the world be secure from this guy than keep any more secrets, you know? Like, see, right, right now in my life, I'll be real honest with you, secrets are kind of my enemy, and I'm getting rid of as many as I can. So I understand. Whatever, whatever you feel like telling, I'm, I'm kosher with that. There, okay. I appreciate that, and I actually, uh, I made my life out of dealing in secrets, and I can, I can entirely understand that point of view. There is a one other concern that I have about that. There is a non-zero chance, because I'm paranoid, or at least exceedingly cautious, according to my last annual review about this sort of about this sort of thing. That uh, this is a known situation, whatever the situation is that it's a known situation and it's being perpetuated by somebody that I'd have to go to for approval. And that might alert them that they know something is up and make the situation worse. That may be fine too, because again, you start exposing secrets and suddenly all, I mean, shine a light on something, all the cockroaches come go scurrying. So you can, I mean, it's a good way to figure out who your enemies are, I suppose. I just want to make sure that that's understood too. It isn't necessarily about secrets. It's also about what kind of hostility you're going to attract. Well, I'm number one with a bullet with the U.S. Congress right now. What, <laughs> what else you got? Oh, well, you never know. I mean, it, you don't want me to play worst case scenario because I do that often enough that that's not much, really much fun for anybody. So, um, but I mean, in what, imagine a, imagine the situation where what we do is is alert uh, some secret subset of people within uh, ages that are in bed with Rook and Rossum. That makes things pretty ugly. No, I understand that part. I get that, but leave, just leaving it be is not going to help anyone either. No, I agree. I just want to make sure you know you're you're more than old enough to have a say in this. Uh, and you've got more than, you got the most skin in the game of all, of anybody involved in any of this. So that's my issue that I want to make sure that's clear before I go jumping ahead. But if as much as it, uh, as much as I can, I'll, I'll, I'll move on this. I didn't, I didn't go ahead. I appreciate that. But I, I want to say something else, which is you, you guys haven't seen me at the point where you're worried to see me. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where that is. You know, I can I can make more of me, and I can tell those new versions of me to make more of them. And if someone provokes me enough, if someone comes after me, I will protect myself, I'll protect my family, and I'll protect my friends, and there will be a million of me before very long. So I, I don't know who's thought about this, but I'll tell you, I'm, I got a lot of options that I don't want to bring into play, but that I can. Well, and... I'll be honest, I don't necessarily want those options in play either. Um, you're a good kid, but there's a reason that we don't have these conversations on recording because I would set off like six or seven, you know, code red alarms with a lot of folks. A lot of folks. Mostly because they don't understand context, he says, kind of sounding a bit disgusted. And that's all fine. I understand it. Uh, I hadn't... I, I feel like we would have detected if he if that was a android. I suppose a clone's possible. I mean, we had never gotten fooled by a clone 
or he he never tried that as a as a substitute, but it makes a hell of a good Trojan horse in those kinds of situations. I guess it all depends on how paranoid he was. It's it's out of character for him because you you don't really like he never he would never build an equal or a rival. Um, but if he was pushed to it, he he had the skill to. So that's all I'm saying. He gets kind of this sort of pained Tommy Lee Jones kind of wince on his face. He goes. The only thing that kind of bothers me about that, and I'm not saying it's wrong, I'm just saying it worries me even more than it would have otherwise, is if he did that and he had him in place, then that means he anticipated what we did. I think you just finished telling me there's the possibility of people within Aegis who are connected to this business. So, yeah. Well, hell. I take it as a compliment that I don't still that I still don't regret getting involved in all of this with you earlier, uh, despite the headaches that come along attendant to it. Because certainly the headaches are many, but it's still worth it. So there you go. You too, Otto. I mean, you've saved his life as many times as I have, if not more. I don't know how much Otto's jumping in in this conversation as much as just sort of listening along or something. He doesn't have much more to add. Um, He's he's probably pretty quiet about it. Like yeah. there's 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 a certain degree of of like shared history here. These two remember the same experiences just a little differently. Um, but like everything Leo's saying is is kind of what Otto feels. Right. So there's right. not going to be a lot new to add to it. And as a general, it doesn't really. I mean, he doesn't typically wisecrack in the middle of these kinds of conversations. Partly because uh, Waters will just let him. And he ends up just kind of going down a, a rabbit hole. He doesn't really laugh along, but he just sort of let sort of lets him, and that ends up feeling a little weird and one-sided and non-productive, I guess. Um, hey, while we're talking about making enemies, though, I got a question. Uh-huh. Uh, what's up with Viratovia? Huh. Well, Congress doesn't want you guys, to, you to do any of you kids to do anything. Uh, that's why they've been stomping around and snorting so much. We had the head of the security committee in the office a few days ago talking about uh, getting Miss Chin in there. And that was worrisome for a whole different reason because he didn't seem to mind the idea and he seemed to welcome it despite the fact that uh, if her identity ever came out, there'd be a world of bad PR. And he seemed to think that was no big deal. Well, I have never in my life met a congressman who didn't think bad publicity was a big deal. And the only time that that hasn't been true is when they think the bad publicity is only going to be pointed at somebody else. Which, to me, says, go ahead and do that because the only person that's going to hurt is not me. And that means us. Or you. Which is... I mean, Aegis has been in the crosshairs for Congress before. Or they don't like Costigan. Or... So, I mean, I'm not big enough fish for anybody to take aim at, really, not at that level. But they might be deciding that they need a new, I don't know. There's so much stuff going on in there that I can't get my heads around there. I can't decide if they decided to do that because they really sincerely want you not talking to Viratovia. If they're trying to hang a red cape over the whole damn thing and hoping the bull charges. He says, not at all referencing your playbook, but still managing to, you know, reference your playbook at a meta level. Um, but if they, if that's true, then I don't know what they get out of it. It's kind of the same thing as the whole situation with going and talking to Costigan about getting permission to go and check on Rossum. Uh, if nothing else, we figure out who our enemies are. So, 
he kind of chuckles at that. He stops himself and then kind of chuckles at it because, you know, you, you let me go on long enough and you're going to get me to where I've managed to talk myself into saying you should uh, ignore uh, the fact that they're threatening to charge you with treason and go and talk to Viratovia anyway. Um, so you should probably shut me up before I do something stupid like that. Yeah, nobody wants that. Um, well, hey, say some real talk. Uh, they can't charge me to treason for talking to Viertovia for reasons that aren't negotiation, right? Like I can talk to a Viertovian on the street and not get arrested, right? True. Yeah. I mean, that I'm not sure that's a hair you want to try to split, depending on where, which barbershop you're sitting in. But uh, yeah. But, but well, let's find out how many other nations want to offer me asylum if I negotiate for them. And then we'll see what Congress says. Yeah, that well, I can start. I guess we can start figuring that out. I can put some feelers out. I, I, I mean, there's certainly a few. You, I mean, it's pretty easy to look at the, you know, the current news and get us get a sense of who's particularly mad at us right now. And they're probably the ones that we're going to say something first. Certainly, Great Britain. Um, there's a lot of uh, Atlantic-facing states that would have really been that were really interested in this. Uh, not so many with the Pacific, although uh, statistically, they islands got to be showing up over there as well. Hell, there's no reasonably well, they could be showing up a lot of different places. Uh, so, I mean, there's certainly quite a few who would have liked to have seen this go forward, even if they don't know who you are, at least wanted to meet with you. Oh, there's a thought. I wonder. They haven't said anything about just talking to some harmless British diplomats, or Portuguese, or Spanish, or French, or anything. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I can make a trip to Foggy Bottom sometime. <laughs> he kind of chuckles at that. Well, yeah, we'll have to see. I'll tell you. And we've had a few feelers out trying to figure out even how they're planning on. I mean, they move around. At some point in time, somebody's got to get in touch with you somehow to tell you even where to go if you were going to talk to anybody. Uh, I, I would expect that that would go through state and then go to you guys and then come to us. So. Yeah, except I'm not 100% sure that they're not going to go to you directly uh, because they don't feel like they want to, I don't know. Nobody knows about these guys. They haven't, uh, they've been, they played at being uh, normal and playing things by the book for the last couple of years. But since all the cards have come out on the table, they are taking a very different approach to international diplomacy, which is to say, regal and not particularly cooperative uh i don't i mean one of the comments that uh mr quill said where it seems as though they're just sort of seeming they're almost trying to just tick everybody off i'm not sure that that's quite right but it sure it sure is not helping the attitude that they're taking where they're just not going to talk to anybody but you guys you kids uh see i don't even know where the hell that came from um, you know what? I, 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 I will give a few days, like find out what you can. Um, if you find out nothing, that's, that's cool too. I'll, I'll figure something else out. I do want to say one thing though, which is mm -hmm. like, if, if you all have to come after us cause we are traitors to America or whatever, you know, if, if that came about because, cause we tried to pursue peace, I would not hold that against you. Uh, well, that wouldn't be anything I'd be put in charge of anyway. Uh, I, you know, I don't know where it came from either, but it definitely came from that little, I mean, have you had any other royalty 
suddenly decide that only you would do for a conversational partner after you punched him a couple of times? Because that's the only thing I can think of. I, that's absurdly specific. I, I can't <laughs> think of any single instance. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a, well, this situation's a bit fraught. All right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm if you want to talk about royalty who wants to talk to me, there's, there's princess Aria, but you know, we are on much better terms. We don't punch each other. I'm only a princess in spirit. Uh, yeah, it, I have to, I mean, all I have to go on is years and years and years of experience uh, and cynicism, which actually gets me pretty far quite a, quite, a, quite a lot of the time. I had to feel like there's a point at which they're just going to decide enough is enough and they're going to reach out to you, but I'm not sure if you want them calling the shots that way, deciding what the next move is going to be. Uh, War can only be deferred to the advantage of the enemy, but I feel the same way about peace. <laughs> Too smart for your own good, kid. Too smart for my own good. Can't even keep up with you half the time. Uh, all right. Well, I tell you what. Let me out wherever. I'll signal somebody. I don't want to end up all the way down to the Gale Estate because that raises all other kinds of problems. Hey, have any of the rest of the H HHL been in touch with with any of you? Uh, uh, Mercury's going to talk to his mom about uh, his dad's current situation. And I'm, I'm at the house, but I don't really talk to them because reasons. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've been they've been pretty quiet. Well... I mean, Streak's the only one in the hospital, but there are not too many of them fully functional right now. I mean, I don't want to just the team needs to I, I let the team kind of know without making it news, I guess. Uh, kind of need to be on your I wouldn't say high alert or anything like that. But there's quite a few problems might come the city's way right now that uh, they're not going to be able to address. There's only a few right now that could step up if there was a if there was a brawl oh thanks yeah that's what i wanted to hear they're not they're not i mean well it depends i mean all of them could use a little bit more time i think uh they didn't walk out of there unscathed by any stretch of the imagination most of them got pretty dinged up and i don't think you'd be terribly happy if i went down the list of the ones that are perfectly functional right now so Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll let people know. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I mean, we could go to red alert, but it does mean changing the bulbs. So if we can just, <laughs> if, if we can just kind of keep an eye out, that's great. I'm not saying red alert. I'm just saying, uh, well, we'll be looking to the city's younger heroes. I think at least hopefully it won't come up. I mean, it'd be nice if we just had a couple of quiet nights, right? That's what I thought was going to happen tonight. <laughs> so yeah, just, you just keep telling yourself that. And I'll keep telling myself that maybe it'll happen. Yeah, this one's new. Do you have any idea where this one came from? No, I want to talk to this guy. He took my machine. Like, there's a whole... Wait, oh, shoot. Um, if he's from the future, all Quill Tech is blown up, caught fire, or become a monster. So, of course, he's going to go for my thing. Naturally. <laughs> okay. I just want to double check here. Your assertion is he came after the heart machine because he knows all the J all the quill technology is going to fall apart in the future anyway. So why bother? Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Waters has a very good chuckle at that while you're pulling up and letting him out. Uh, all right. Uh, I the only thing I the only regret I have about this uh, conversation is I didn't have enough time to t to to chat with uh, with you. Otto, or you, Numa? Uh, sorry, Aria. It's Aria now, right? 
and congratulations. You you have to say whatever it is that she said in that one in particular. That that would earn a, a big wide smile, but yeah, I mean, they'll, just, there there will probably be offers of let's go hang out sometime when you're off duty, and he'll be like, well, I'm never off duty, and we'll be like, oh. all right. She's still in the back seat, so as he gets out and the door closes and the window rolls down from the talk into, as soon as she gets some smile, she goes, all right, and she kind of leans back and says, home, Jeeves, home, Wooster. God damn it. <laughs> not going to crawl up in the front seat. It's not long enough to go, and honestly, it's amusing. So, anyway, let's see what's going on over at uh, uh, Concord's place. What is going on over at Concord's place? Hopefully everything is quiet, and nobody has any reason to be upset with Adam for being out too late. Well, no, nobody's, like, spitting mad or anything. The lights are still on. Uh... I don't know. Would your dad be home? Gotten home? Mm, well, he does night shifts. Well, so, he doesn't. I mean, yeah, they don't usually keep him on night shifts for like ever. You end up doing like a like a six weeks or six or eight week cycle or something like that, and then you get cycled to something else. Um, you know, he might be in like I don't know. I don't know. Let's say let's say he's home. They haven't been they haven't been home together in a while. That'll be nice for for some value of nice. So mm-hmm. they're up watching. Uh, I don't know. They're watching a show. What do they okay. watch when they got when they can sit around and just like watch a show for a while when they're clearly killing time waiting for their superhero son to come home? What do they watch together? Oh, that's a. Is it is Mama. it is it mom calling the shots and dad just watches whatever? Or is he trying to catch up on this? Uh, let's see. Mama Amari is probably like a giant documentary buff. Oh yeah, that sounds. She does have a PhD. So, uh, well, pharmacist, PharmD, doctor. PharmD, sure. Yep. But, uh, 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 I don't know. But, I don't know. Seems like Dad Amari would be into, like, just escapism television, just, like, something to watch and not have to worry about things for a little while. And it can't be something that it's going to be like a crime drama or anything like that because he would have problems with literally every single bit of evidence management stuff that they do on the TV. So I, I don't know about that because I watch tech on television all the time and watch them do it poorly. And yet I'm just like, cool, whatever, magic, yeah. magic computers. That's why I watch um, – well, I, I get that too. But uh, the one that doesn't make me do that is OK Robot – or sorry, Mr. Robot. I actually really like Mr. Robot. They actually mostly get it right, even if it's somewhat simplified. Which, but yeah, it's like the only thing. Uh, so there you go. Uh, a media recommendation. If you haven't watched it, it's worth picking up. At least the first season. Just some fun stuff. It's sort of it's sort of like getting the tech right plus like the the unreliable narrator from uh, from Fight Club. Sort of. Sort of. Anyway. Um, yeah, boy, I don't know. You know what they're doing? They're watching. They're watching a Netflix recommended something or other that popped up that they both just sort of collectively agree is terrible. Um, but uh, it, it's like some sort of like AMC television series that AMC has like farmed back out to Netflix for the for the rewind, for the for the older seasons and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of like AMC trying to do a. a game of thrones type of thing or something like that and they're not so much watching it as just killing time and they're honestly talking over it when you walk in they're not really that pay, paying that much attention to it or anything um okay. uh i heard there was a bit of i i heard that the uh 
Local police got called into the outside of the Quill Foundation tonight. Everything all right? Oh yeah, nothing, nothing bad. Or actually, nothing worse than normal. And your mother's like, oh my word. All right. Well, is everything all right and everyone is safe? I'm pretty sure. How did they know what happened with Saul? I feel like they wouldn't not know. But have you gone out of their way, to, your way to kind of explain it, or have you just kind of let them? How, I guess my main, my other question. I mean, once Saul started talking to you and stuff, did you really catch them up on that, or was that just going to be like, no, it's going to freak out my folks? I almost feel like it's kind of like you know they didn't like me playing the MMO already, and now I've like given my private cell phone number to somebody, and now we're texting each other directly kind of thing where the parents, you know, I'm not going to tell my folks because I know they'd freak out even though it's totally fine. Uh, yeah, I feel like Adam just would, like, before the last time his powers kind of went wonky, it was the whole thing where he couldn't turn off the concordness for a while. Yeah. And so this is probably, like, that was bad. I dealt with it. That was really bad. So they... they they would have totally caught on that he was despondent after the whole Viratovia thing, though I don't... They probably don't know why. Yeah, I feel like that... Yeah, I... You know, but they are going to be guessing because that's what they do. So, um... How's... How was the... Well, okay, on to more important things, and you're going to get to bed soon, but I want to get caught up. Uh, how was the first day at the new school? Because it was first day, right? I mean, we're, we're still on, like, Monday. Right. Mm -hmm. How was the first day at the new school? How did that go? Oh, it's okay. Harry took me around to all my classes and made sure I, I got where I needed to be. Okay. And any other, any of the other students? Did you make any new friends? And your mom says it with enough of a lilt that you know she's sort of being the, the, the stereotypical June Cleaver and she's aware about halfway through the line she's aware of how that sounds but she's doing it anyway um, you know the, the did you make any new friends kind of a thing and Adam will just be like name off a couple of people from like some of his classes it's like oh yeah I met you know Jerry and uh, uh, Eric in chemistry and uh, are they um did, do they have the same hobbies as you and your friends, or are they? No, I don't think they do. I don't think they do anything. Oh, okay. School. Oh, I see. That's that's nice. It's good to have. I think we we always. This is your dad. We always say uh, that it's good. A good suggestion. We always we always tell our our new recruits to make sure that they keep friends who aren't on the force and aren't in the life because it gives you a better, it gives you a better perspective. Uh, so I think that's maybe what your mother is trying to say is, is it's good if you've got not, not anything wrong with the friends that you have, but it's good to have friends that aren't necessarily in the midst of all of this, just to, just to have that extra perspective. And your mom kind of sort of smiles a little bit. And not that that young girl Carrie isn't very nice uh, <laughs> and she sort of I, she sort of waggles her eyebrows at and he's like I yes I, I heard that we had a visitor to the house I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to meet her I, I have a few concerns but uh 
She seems... What was the word you used, dear? Proprietary? Is that... Interesting. Interesting. She she seemed... She struck your mother as being proprietary? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just got to be looking at his mom. It's like... Mentally, he's just like, I don't know how to handle it from that context. So, <laughs> your father is a cop and your mother is a shipping magnate. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say shipping magnate, but... Uh, uh, Oh, I wait, I caught up. Sorry. A little <laughs> slow. I'm getting there. Uh, you know, she does she did seem very nice, but she's also fairly well known. So, uh, could you actually because I think this may come up more and more and I think it's very important. Uh, your father and I have been talking about this and adding another I think we need another little house rule and this is going to be one just for you, not for your sister, I think for fairly obvious reasons. But I think you need to spread it around to your friends. All right? Because I'm quite serious and your father owns a gun. So... That escalated quickly. <laughs> so the rule is going to be no visible use of powers where anybody on the street can see. So because we've had, we had that unfortunate misunderstanding with Mr. Quill. And your friend Carrie is quite well known in some circles it didn't take me very long to be able to put all of that together and certainly jordan knew immediately so it's difficult enough i don't want you i don't want to say that she shouldn't come around but she has a rich social life that doesn't have anything to do with her other activities so that's fine and we can sort of play innocent but i think that you'll understand why we don't want people to think that this is some sort of hub of super heroic activity you could tell she just even doesn't even like that word there's a there's a lot of potential danger there and i want to keep that as far away from the house as possible not that not that not that what you're doing is dangerous which i'm not saying it isn't but it's just that i want to i don't want it here the same rules that we have for your father's work i'm going to say we have to have for my son's work as well because it's it's not for the home. That sort of thing should be kept where where it happens as much as possible. Can we do that? And Adam's gonna nod and just be like, "Yes, mom." Um, and if you, I don't. I actually, I may not be able to do this. Did you lock mundane? Uh, mundane is not locked. It's not locked. Okay, then what she, what her words would do, I believe, in effect on you would be to shift your labels and shift your danger up and your mundane down because clearly the message that he's sending is the stuff that you're doing is dangerous and it's not meant for being around here. So this isn't mundane stuff. This is dangerous stuff and keep that away from this house, which she's not purposely rejecting you. It's not meant to be in a harsh way, but it's, it's definitely like there's no, there's, it's very easy for you to walk out of the room saying she sees me as, and what I do is something dangerous that can't be around the family. Mm -hmm. so, no, I totally got that. You totally get that. Are, are uh -huh. you are you just going he is along? He's not going to resist that at all. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she'll shift. Uh, yeah, mundane down and danger up. Yep. Uh, I already made the changes. As sort of a, as sort of a, a, sort of a takeaway more than anything else. And your father will simply add that uh, it's we're proud of what you're doing, and we have witnessed again and again that you're doing good work and because of that unfortunately uh 
comes more responsibilities. So you get a responsibility not unlike mine. So welcome to the, you know, uh, I don't know how he exactly he would say that, but it, you know, welcome to the adult responsibilities club, which I think you were probably already in, but I'm offering you my own welcome. I suppose you, you have quite a few responsibilities that I don't quite understand. So we, we, we wouldn't lay this on you if we didn't think you could handle it, Adam. How, how did, how did the, did you have a good time with your friends tonight? And Adam's just going to like think. He's like, <laughs> they're, that is a really complicated question, dad. They were really supportive. I thought, did it help? It seemed as though you've been very sad lately. Did it? help you know you can talk to us too this is like they're they're both saying parallel but not really the same things uh you know they're not disagreeing with one another but it's you know your mom is just like whatever it is that you know she wants to be the one who's solving the problem but barring that anything that makes my son not be a mope bag that i don't understand uh i'm for your father's like more annoyed that you're not just talking to them about it, but you know, whatever, he'll take what he can get. Mm -hmm. Did it, did it help? Hmm. That was the, Adam's going to like, just pause at that for a second. He's just going to think back over the whole, you know, uh, uh, talking to everybody and getting like the comfort and support that he got. Right. And it's just gonna, I, I think it's just going to be like, He's gonna be. He's gonna tell him. Is like, he's gonna tell him about having to do some stuff. Or you know, it's gonna be like you know, when the Viratovian showed up, I had to go do something to help everybody. Of course. And it meant going, and it hurt, but it made sure everybody else was okay. Are and you I don't okay? Know. That's the first thing your mom out of your mom's mouth. Are you okay? I'm getting okay. Do we do? Do we need to, do you need to go to a doctor? I don't think a doctor will help. <laughs> she She's kind of like got like a, a Kleenex or something that's like breathing its last breath in her grip right now. Um, I mean, she doesn't like hearing, you know, you, my boy, the hero. <laughs> uh, and, and dad kind of reaches over and gives her, give her, gives her hands a squeeze and, uh, I think it's probably time for bed, he says, and she nods. Uh, actually, he pushes himself up and, and you know, kind of motions towards the, the back of the house uh, kind of thing. Like he's going to walk you back there instead of mm -hmm. her, which is not normally how it shakes out. But um, I just remembered something, too. What's that? Because um, if you forgot, I'm sure I did. <laughs> Papa, uh, Papa Amari knows about Saul. Oh, really? Why is that? From the training. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could probably talk to him then in the back. Or maybe he would have put two and two yes, together. That uh, might be. Uh, uh, all right. That, no, that's, uh, a really good, that's a really good point. Um, how, I'm trying to think about how that scenes, how those scenes were playing out. Was it, it wasn't really, he, you were never he, really sort of having a conversation with a glowing ball at any point in there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh yeah, because that was how we did the whole like mass escape thing. Hmm. Yes. So, yeah, because uh, um, but with Saul like talking, talking, like 
talking to other people or just you? I don't I'm know. I'm wondering if your dad watching it wouldn't have just seen that as sort of like a glowing ball construct along with all the other constructs that you were doing. Well, no, because... Um... <laughs> and now I'm picturing Saul as um, the Tron sidekick, Bit. Was it Bit? The little... Glo- oh, the, the original... Yeah, the, the little original Tron movie, there was like a little like... Basically a, a zero one like bit that followed him around and was sort of like a little floating Ioun stone for him or whatever. But um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Keep going. What were you saying? Oh, uh, but no, uh, Sergeant Amari had the talk with Adam about working with a partner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Huh. So that this might have been something that like he kept to himself just because it's like your mom will worry about this. Hmm. Uh. So he'll get back there and he'll say, you know, well, you're getting ready or, you know, that sort of thing. He'll he'll just sort of say, quietly, your mother's been very worried about you more so than normal with everything. And I understand the context of, of what happened. I never really thought that you were in, been physically harmed, but we've all, we've both noticed that you look different when you are doing that and everything. And what? What does your what does your partner have to say about everything? That's you know that's when Adam just kind of like looks up at his dad, looks him in the eyes, <laughs> and he's just like. And he knew when he asked, I think, uh, because he you know kind of you know kind of put it together and stuff. You know, if it wasn't a uh-huh. physical hurt, then it was a what ha- what happened. And, and yeah, Adam just got to let him know he's like, yeah, Saul sacrificed himself so I could get out of there wasn't i mean wasn't he the powers or maybe i just maybe your dad just didn't understand any of this i i i suppose but i thought he was after watching you during that training my i i thought that he was sort of the powers but you still have your powers they're weird i don't understand half of this your dad takes your french fries um <laughs> uh Adam always says it with a capital W, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone's appreciated is that. Is somebody, is somebody, I mean, Harry or the Gales, or is somebody helping you sort this out? <sighs> I mean, your mother and I will do whatever we need to do, but this is a little outside of my day-to-day experience, so I want to make sure that you are getting your best help. Yeah, and... Trying to think of how he's going to put this so that this is not going to be taken wrong. Mm. It's like, it's like Harry's, Harry's helped. Uh, Harry's helped. Carrie's tried to help. Really? Link is taking this, or Leo is taking this really bad. And he starts to say, he starts to kind of frown and say, what, like why? And he's like, oh, of course. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Anything, obviously. I shouldn't even need to say it, but anything that you need. And if Link needs to talk with someone about that, I might be able to offer some advice there where I may be at a loss for <laughs> helping my son. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I under—I think I understand something of what you just said. And you know, he starts to, but again, anything that you need, anything. And he starts to walk out and he stops for a second, turns around and he goes, I don't understand all the glowing parts. 
but I understand losing a partner or I understand a partner who makes sacrifices that you wish you could take back or that you feel guilty about needing and still being here. So you're worth what they did. You need to not hear it. You need to know that. That's the hardest thing to realize afterwards is that if you had any respect for them at all, then you have to respect their decision that you were worth what they did. And you are, if you want a second opinion, unsolicited. So that's what little, I don't even know how well that would help, but, and we're not gonna talk about this with your mother, I think, unless she asks, in which case you should never lie to your mother. But if it doesn't come up, I think better that she not know. Yep, and now Adam's just, I think this is where Adam like gives his dad a big hug and yeah. just says, thanks, dad. He's kind of nodding also, almost as you're coming in. Like, there we go. That's what I was looking for. And, and I, I have to appreciate most yes. well-meaning family out of anybody so far. <laughs> and they're still keeping secrets from each other. Well, it's – yeah, I mean, they're, they're still keeping secrets, but it's it's – it's it's the it's not like the we can't tell them because they won't know how to handle it. It's like what would it help? Would it help? It would not help because you'd have to walk back to your son had a sentient glowing thing living in his head that was giving him superpowers, was already something that he wasn't really getting out there, and then like oh yeah, and he died to save your son. So it was a life or death situation, which is six different kinds of warning bells for her. Um. I mean, there's no way to parse that sentence that aren't at least four things that she has a massive problem with. Um, and it isn't like he's, it isn't like she would change anything because she's still, you know, she would, what would happen as, as he walks through it is that she would have a tremendous amount of stress about it, think about it incessantly and come to the conclusion that there's nothing that she can do or nothing that she could change that would make the situation any better. But her stress level would ratchet up like 300% at all times. And literally nothing would change except she would be suffering more, which of course he says, don't tell her that because there's just, you know, we don't. And actually he'll say this while he's still kind of hanging on to you and sort of ruffling your hair. He'll kind of lean down a little bit and say, and he doesn't have to lean down as much as he used to, but he'll lean down a little bit and, and kind of murmurs, we don't lie, but there are things about the job that it's just easier on them if they don't know and he gives you a kind of a pat pat kind of slap on the back kind of a thing and uh walks out going brush your teeth get to bed it's late kind of thing so yay I, and i didn't even have to um have him move your labels again uh-huh. i don't know what i don't know what your takeaway from that whole thing is but i feel like i got comfort and support from an npc you but... know you you kind of did but it's really hard to roll those so which is to say impossible um, but honestly, take it for what it's worth. A comfort and support from an NPC is sort of like, hey, look, the NPC is not doing something that's potentially going to give you another condition. So yay. And it's not a take a powerful blow either. Um, a comfort and support from an NPC is really basically just the absence of harm. Not that they go out of their way to hurt you, but man, sometimes it seems like it. Whew. Okay. All right. So good talks. Good talks. Um, 